Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, hello there, and welcome to another rousing edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Good to be with you on our weekly podcast. We are uh, a company called JSL Solutions. We really love to help churches and ministries use technology to fulfill their purposes. Steve, we've got several products. Very quickly, before we get into today's topic, what do we actually bring to the table? We bring four products right now. Um, MyFlock.com, which is church management and websites, streamingchurch.tv, live streaming, and Church App Live, which is a mobile app, and our newest product, Greeter.Church, which is an online greeter for your church. Awesome. So if you're interested in any of those products, just uh, send us an email or go to those websites that he mentioned, support at streamingchurch.tv. So we are actually uh, going to talk a little bit today about the future of the church. Yes. Is it rosy? Is it? Well, I, I hope it is. Uh, we're actually, I'm it's actually, actually not that future, huh? But it's the. Well, uh, I'm stealing some notes today from a guy by the name of Jason Caston, uh, C A S T O N. Caston, I guess is how you pronounce that. And Jason is a digital specialist and he's actually a pretty well known author of the book, The I Church Method. Bottom line is I need to get him on this broadcast one of these days. Yeah, that'd I need be to good. get some of these guys on here. Uh, just got so much going on, it's hard to book people up. But we're going to talk about the future of the church, especially in the. It's really in the realm of obviously digital online is what we're talking about here. So, mm-hmm. and we're going to steal some of his notes here. And he does a nice job. And and uh, so stay with us here for the next twenty twenty five minutes or so. Uh, he brings up some interesting things. See if you agree. Or don't agree, but he's really the the basis of this whole thing is uh, he talks a lot about digital uh, digital natives and yes. uh, digital or, yeah digital natives or millennials may be considered yeah. digital natives. Uh, they can be uh, digital natives are obviously people that have been born into the realm of the digital experience, the online experience, uh, as opposed to digital immigrants. And digital immigrants are people that have been born into the analog yes. <laughs> realm, and they have migrated over to the digital realm. Yes. So, so a, a good way to probably uh, characterize those is he kind of outlined the oldest technology that the digital natives will have um, come across would be tablets and smartwatches and phones, right. which would be the equivalent of our digital native um, Betamax players and VCRs and yeah, there you go. Transistor radios for for those of us that are <laughs> digital <laughs> immigrants. My age, you mean? Like yes, your age? So yeah. the oldest thing they'll, they'll go. Oh, remember when we used to have that smartwatch? Yeah, back in the old days. <laughs> so uh, the, he, he brings up the point about the church is usually lagging behind technology, and that's I think would agree for the most part. Uh, most churches are a little bit behind on some things. And so his point is, if you really want to reach people, you want to make sure that you're up to date because this new generation is really fully immersed in technology. And they've been that way since they were 
toddlers, basically. Toddlers have been using iPads and things, you know, for a long time. So uh, his point is millennials will disconnect from the church that, that don't, the churches that don't really meet them where they're at. Mm-hmm. And these, these, so, and, and where they're at, according to his notes, is they, they really want a customized experience. So they're, they're, they're used to having things customized on their Facebook feeds, on, on Google searches, Netflix, Spotify, you know, they all kind of give suggestions. It's all revolves around me, huh? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. true, but it is customized to, mm-hmm. you know, what Netflix thinks you may like. Amazon says you've bought this, you may like right. this. Um, my Facebook feed is only going to show my friends and not someone else's friends. Right. So. Yeah. And so, you know, what does this have to do with the church? And should the church care? Should we even care about this? And his point is, uh, they're used to having their online experiences cater to them. And so, therefore, when they look at uh, a church, an online church experience, or even an offline church experience, if it's outdated or if it's just really disconnected, so to speak, doesn't if it doesn't fit every aspect of their connected lives, mm-hmm. therefore, they're going to disconnect from it. Right. And and I think he brings up a very good point here. Uh, and, and it's not that they're disconnecting from God. They're not doing that. They're just disconnecting from churches that don't really meet where they're at. Right. So they'll have their, they'll join another group or maybe not join a group at all and just, you know, pursue the Bible on their own. Or so they're, it's not that they're not interested in, I guess, the, religious side of things. They're just not interested in how the church is doing it. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think, you know, I'm involved in church work as, as probably everybody listening to this podcast is, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to it. But I have found it. I found that young people that attend our church, they're interested in spiritual experiences, but they're also interested in, in, in something that's going to be engaging, something that they can interact with online, something that's innovative uh, and be a, a part of that. So, uh Anyhow, so moving on to this, this is kind of the premise of what we're talking about, the future of the church here. And so, uh, you know, they're going to look for something that's going to fit that category. Right. And one of the things is, again, in this next section, he's talking about there's not a um, divide between their online experience and their real life experience. Yeah, it's interesting. They are very blended. Mm -hmm. So they'll have social interactions with people face-to-face and then carry on those social interactions online. Yeah. And a point that Jason Kasten brings up here, which, again, I would agree with, too, and he says, you know, before you look down your nose at this generation, remember that every generation does something like this. They're they're looking for changes. They're demanding change from their church, uh, you know, based on, on, on their own experiences. And mm-hmm. he goes on to talk about the seeker-sensitive movement in the church back in the 80s and 90s, and, and there's other movements that have kind of changed the way we do church over the last hundred years or so. Uh, I, I don't think you can argue with that if you really look at it from that point of view. Uh, every generation uh, is looking, you know, they've got a movement. They're looking for something that's going to fit them. And the church usually, the ones that are reaching people generally make adjustments, make modifications in their services and what they do to try to reach that generation. Yeah, so the the message never changes, but the method the method changes yeah. yes the message doesn't change but the method changes and i i've always agreed with that idea maybe you don't agree with it listening to to us today but uh, uh i think you can see that even in the scriptures but anyhow let's talk about the future let's, so what does the yeah so yeah. the church of the future what, or what is it or our world of the future what's yeah. it going to look like so 
he gives some things which I think are very good. A glimpse of the future of church uh, that he sees, and I would concur with a lot of this. Maybe you don't, so listen to this and see what you think. We'd love to hear your opinion on this. He's seen some things based on technologies that we now have and what's emerging. So his first point is, when 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 we look at the at the Internet of of things and always and, and always the connected future, we can conceivably see a future where we are never disconnected, and the things we look at every day will now be kind of what you would call smart objects. Yeah. So it's in, in nerddom, it would be the <laughs> Internet of Things, often abbreviated IoT. Right. So what the Internet of Things is, is just kind of what you said, the, the things that you take for granted in your everyday life are now connected to the Internet. Right. So the, these smart objects connected. So in other words, he says, okay, there, there'll be a time when you get up in the morning and you'll either have your smart watch or some smart web-enabled device will tell you, uh, you know, tell you how you slept and uh, will tell you what you've got planned for the day. Yes. You already have that. I know, I do. I, do I, I kind of, yes, we think about that and it was like, hmm, I've had that for a few years. I mean, yeah. so, you, I mean, you've got your smart watch that you have. Yeah, it started that with a Fitbit, right. which a couple of years ago, which is still... Those are still around and available. Yeah, yeah. And you roll out of bed and you see, oh, what's on my? For me, I I talk to Alexa. I have Alexa as well. I say, Alexa, what's the weather and what's on my calendar? Yeah, and Alexa, for those of you who may not know, Alexa is is a is a uh, device produced by Amazon. Yes, and it is a. how would you describe it? It's, oh, it's, it's called online. the Amazon Echo, and you would describe it as your Siri or your OK Google. Um, okay. But it's a it's a a speaker, a Bluetooth speaker that you can talk to and ask questions. I asked it just recently who was going to win the Super Bowl. This is before the Super Bowl, yeah. and Alexa had an answer. What was the answer? She got it wrong. She said she's a big fan of the Broncos, but she thought the um, Panthers were going to pull it off. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so it's it's actually called Amazon Echo. That's the technical term for it. That's the device, yes. Yeah, but, the device. Yes, but the keyword is Alexa. That's that's what wakes it up. Yeah. So we're if you have one, we're driving it crazy right now in your home. So yeah, yeah well, it's in the back somewhere. You may not hear you, but all right. So so his point is, you know, there's a time it's already happening when you get up and all this stuff happens. You you might walk to the mirror to brush your teeth or wash your face, and you will see a smart mirror with a screen where you could have a motivational scripture, motivational passage, or a clip, a video clip of an inspirational message. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you could walk into uh, your kitchen area, and, and, and you would have a smart refrigerator, and it will... Tell us, you know, what your, we should eat. Your smart clothes will tell your smart refrigerator whether to open or not. <laughs> so exactly. depending on how tight your waistband is and what you've been doing to that day or how well you slept okay. or that sort of thing, yeah, yeah, it'll let your fridge know, should I open for this guy or do I should remain locked for a few That's more funny. hours? So, uh, and point him to he the doesn't treadmill. Say that, but you're saying it. But, uh, so, so yeah, the fridge tells you what you should eat based on, on well, I guess you, he does have it here. I, I, I missed that. So, it, it, interesting how the whole digital thing and the whole connection could 
I mean, I haven't heard of a smart fridge. Is there such? I mean, I know there's oh, there fridges are, that do yeah, some stuff. Yeah, there are, and there's some that yeah. So it's they're starting to scratch the surface yeah. with smart fridges, smart appliances, smart washing machines, and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I've heard some of that. Yeah. So he goes on to talk about how on the panel of the fridge, you know, there might be a Bible verse that will pop up or something that that you can remember for the day or. Or even the continuation of a sermon, maybe, that you were watching. All right. So uh, you may want to be memorizing a certain scripture. So your mirror in your bathroom has that scripture, and your fridge has that scripture. And Yeah. yeah. Wow, interesting stuff. Bathroom, mirror, and the whole thing. So uh, interesting here, as he, ta- as he talks about the future. So, so as we gather items for the day to go out and about, you know, we, we look at our watch. He gives us all our vitals, exercise goals, all that stuff. Uh we can tell our family goodbye, but his point is we're never really disconnected from them because we can always see where they are and communicate with them on our mobile devices. And I already do that now with my son yeah, and my wife. And It's ironic how you, you back up a little bit and you go, wow, this is already going on. It's already happening. I don't remember how this article might be a couple years old. So that's, but yeah, the, the, uh, I mean, I communicate with my son. We don't have very good cell phone phone service where I'm at here. I'm out in the middle of nowhere, so mm-hmm. to speak. And uh, but but he has Wi-Fi and he has Facebook Messenger. So a lot of times, if he's trying to get a hold of me, he just will use his Facebook Messenger app, and it, it will ping on my phone. And so I, it's like we're talking. Actually, Facebook even you can even actually do a live call on messenger if you wanted to video as well. So interesting enough. So I, I think he makes a good point here. We're never really disconnected yes. from each other. Uh, so you can, uh, you can send online messages, social, all that stuff. And then of course he talks about the car and in the car, you know, we'll have, you know, there'll be a day where it's self-driving self-driving cars are already popping up. Google's developing one. I hear Apple might be developing one. Uh, and the entire windshield is going to be a screen that shows you maybe the weekly sermon notes or a podcast on the screen because it's self-driving. Right. You won't need, it's not you as important there. to, yeah. And actually there's, I mean, there's some cars on the road now. The The new Tesla has some self-driving features as well. Wow, there you it go. It makes you hold on to the steering wheel, but it will yeah. take care of things for you. Yeah. Change lanes, that, speed up, slow down. We still don't have the flying cars, though. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. Although, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but there is um, someone has developed, you know, drones are real popular, the the quadcopters. There's a quadcopter that you can sit in and go fly around on. So... And it's 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 built has all the quadcopter smarts built in it, so you don't have to be a helicopter pilot. You just sit in and say, wow. oh, "Take me to work." Wow, interesting. That's interesting. And so, uh, and then he also talks about how you know we can we can join our internet church, church online, uh, you know, with Bible studies uh, from all around the world, and all the videos connected and talk and all that stuff, and connect with our spiritual goals and all that stuff. So, pretty interesting stuff. I think it is anyhow. Yeah. Uh, the question comes down to, uh, so the whole point of this little thing here is if you are really trying to reach people in your church, if you're a pastor or executive pastor or a key leader in your church, what, what are you doing with your church to reach this generation? That's that's an online digital native generation. What are we doing as leaders in our church to do that? Right. And it's it's very easy to turn them off by not 
addressing that. Yeah. So, or be become discounted or old school or, yeah, my grandparents are, would really love it here because they too, you know, don't know how to get on the internet or, you know. No. I think there's a way to do a blended. I think you can do both. Yes. You know, as we've talked a lot about here. So, I mean, that's one of the things about with what we have are the products that we offer with streamingchurch.tv. You know, it's not just video. It's, 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 it can be interactive video in the sense that you can chat with people. You can private message. You can do, you know, prayer requests online, chatting, using text. Right. Uh, there's also, you know, social media, um, connections and links that you can put on a streaming church.tv platform, you know, so you can connect with Facebook and Google plus and all that. Right. So the point is, you know, are, are we doing as leaders in a church? And I include myself in this, you know, are we doing what we should be doing mm-hmm. to make our church accessible to this generation? Right. You know, and what, is, what do we need to look at, you know, to get ourselves up to speed. We may not totally be up to speed on everything, but we can certainly make some steps to do that. Right. You want to have, you want to create an environment that's going to be appealing and and natural for yeah. that, that, that set of people. Yeah. It, it sounds like a task, especially if you're not really keeping up with things. It does sound a little daunting, but the truth is, the truth is today, there's so many tools out there now where with, I think really minimal effort, you can, bring your website up to speed. You can freshen up your website. You can do things to connect with people online. It seems like a difficult task, but if you just start one place, you know, and work your way from there, I don't think it's that hard to do. If you really, if you really start putting a little bit of energy into it and just participate, participate Mm -hmm. in that world, post on Facebook, friend your people at church. Yeah. So what do you think are the first, what do you think are three things that, that if, if I'm a pastor listening or a key, key volunteer or board member, what are the, what's the first three things I should do to try to get us up? Well, to speed? I think one of the first things is just become aware of what's going on. So, and what technologies are out there that are, that are commonplace and, and are used and um, just get, you know, in touch with that. Get up to speed. Get up to speed. Yeah. would be that's probably the the primary thing and then and then take steps to include the church in that in whatever that environment is so probably a good thing to do is if you're if you're not exactly totally in touch with this there's got to be some people you know young people probably <laughs> that are really into it yes there's a, a running joke at at, at our church because we we do a thing where the pastor asks a question and looks for feedback, you know, real-time feedback, and has you know, te- a- instructs people to text mm-hmm. their response to this number. And if you this don't know during, what, sermon. during the service, yes, and they and he jokes, if you don't know what I mean by text, then grab your fourteen-year-old kid and he'll explain how it works. Yeah. So, but texting is that that joke was pretty good about. <laughs> seven or eight years ago. Today, it's not nearly as We're good. Out. Jeff needs to get some fresh material. Yeah. So, uh, so, 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 find out what's out there. And 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 again, you can just Google some stuff. You don't know what Google is. <laughs> well, but uh, the bottom line is is get yourself aware on some things. And then, I the second step would be, I think, would be to, you know, if it's your website, I mean, 
most churches now have a website <laughs> and and uh if I would look at your website first because that's where newer people are going to go right if they're people checking are checking you out, you out online before you know? they come through the door and, and what does your website look like? Is it look like something from nineteen ninety five you know, or is it really looking a little more fresher? And, and that's always a controversial thing because I am finding out over the years that website styles are kind of like clothing styles. Oh, very much they so. They change. Yeah, there's and trends. Nobody and, tells me when they do. They just seem like they pop and, up and they change. Yeah, certain things are in and certain things are out. And, the look, the template look. Yeah, yeah whatever, right. But, but, you know, look around a little bit and see what's going on. And, and uh, instead of resisting change, I would embrace it. I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's easy to get prideful and say, well, you know, whatever, it works good for me and don't worry about it. But, but I think you need to freshen up things occasionally. So freshen it up, figure out what yeah. needs to be done. on Change that, that hairstyle. Or, there you go. There you yeah. Go. Are you talking <laughs> to me directly? But, uh so I'm talking I mean, to me, I guess. I think uh, you've got you've had the hair same hairstyle. I know. For the last I'm, 40 I'm years. just not so not been in tune with the the cool hairstyles. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is, uh, I would look at uh, where you at on social media. You know, because I, I really think as a church, you need to be out there some capacity. And I would we've we've talked about social media before. I would I would look at Facebook. Right. I'd probably start with Facebook. Yep. Unless you've got a bunch of people on Twitter in your church. Uh, and if you do, they're probably not in your church because you're not up to date. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I would go with Facebook because everybody's on Facebook. And then the key, to, the key to any social media would be to interact with people and, and to post things or and then participate, respond yes. interaction. So if you, you post something, you know, interact with people. And then I, I honestly would consider getting your stuff online somehow. So if it's going to be just audio – you know, do some kind of an audio message, post it online, uh, post it on your website, post it on social media. And, and of course, obviously, we, we do streaming video, so we're going to push streaming video. We think video is a great tool to reach people and to connect with people. Uh, you know, you might want to move towards video to do that. But I would definitely start in those directions. Yeah. You know, So anyhow, interesting, interesting material. Uh, the book is called The, um, the, the I, I Church Method. Yes. And it's uh, Jason Caston. One of these days we'll have him on. We'll pick his brain a little bit. Seems like a really smart guy, very interesting guy. So uh, Steve and I have been doing a uh, webinar. We've been doing it the last several weeks or, or so called Streaming 101 webinar. And we're going to do one next week as well. Uh, we've also got the recorded copies of those available too. So if you're interested in streaming video or you want to learn some things, if you're already doing it, I don't know. If you've been doing it for a while, it may or may not apply to you, but it might not be a bad to take a look at it. Uh, let us know if you're interested in streaming one-on-one. You just go to our website, streamingchurch.tv, and look under – what's the menu it's under? Uh, uh, getting started. Getting started. So just go to streamingchurch.tv, look under the menu tab, getting started, and you'll see streaming one-on-one webinar, which will be available uh, and we've also got the recorded version. We we do a, we do a live one, but we also do we also save it and record it. So it might be interesting for you to, to do that. Uh, and then check out some of our products if you have not had a chance. Go to greeter.church. That's the actual website. Just type yeah. in greeter.church and and look at greeter.church. See if it's something that might be good for your website. We're talking about innovation and the future here, and one of the things that I think is part of the future is when people go to your website, is there somebody they can talk to? Is there somebody they can chat with? 
answer any questions. Right. So greeter.church is the answer to that, um, filling that void. So you might want to consider uh, looking at it. You can do a free trial. What is it, a 10-day free trial? Uh, yes. And then uh, also we, of course, have streaming video, streamingchurch.tv, as well as mobile apps, churchapplive.com. I'm, I'm peddling our wares All right. today because we had a little extra time. Mobile apps are another great way to connect with people. All right. They are. All right. Are we done? We're done. <laughs> if you have a question, support at streamingchurch.tv. We are available. This podcast is available uh, anywhere podcasts are sold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's free, actually. And uh, and we're also on uh, YouTube. Just look for streamingchurch.tv on YouTube. We have the audio. And we're also on newmediaministries.tv. And iTunes. And iTunes as well and all those places. So check us out. And let us know what you think about what we just talked about. What do you think is the future of the church? You think uh, what we talked about is is what's is, is that going to pass? Or do you think it's just a bunch of baloney? I don't know. We'd love to hear from you. All right. So he's Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. We appreciate your time today. We hope that you're doing well. And uh, we wish you a great day. And until next week, we will see you again. At least uh, maybe hear us again on this edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.